Hi, it's Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules, and I've got to tell you guys about Factor. It's my one-stop shop for nutritious, fully prepared meals. That means no grocery shopping, no meal planning, and no cooking required. Factor is like having a personal chef, only you don't have to wait for the food to be ready. It takes just two minutes to heat and eat. The best part? They have tons of options to choose from every week, so you can stay fueled and excited to eat well. Me? Well, I like to start my day with a wellness shop some blueberry pancakes, and then go for a smoothie snack. Lunch and dinner are just as easy, and meals are fresh, never frozen. Oh, and did I mention they have something for every lifestyle? You can grab Protein Plus meals for extra power, calorie smart to stay on track. I mean, you name it. This is literally how I keep myself going through long shooting days, and I don't want to gatekeep, so I just had to let you all know. Visit factormeals.com slash 40 for 40% off your first order. Like the, the beginning of the movie, JGL like pining for for no reason, and he's sitting there arguing. There's more to her than you think. It's like, how the fuck do you know? You just got school five minutes ago. Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash jeans, and MTV with music? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Is that a peach fruit roll-up? Yes, it is. Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, which we will pl- during which yeah, I am an idiot. During which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a few generic scenes as well, those things that aren't so great. And at the end of the show, we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is going to the prom with Joey, I presume. And 24 cans is beer-flavored nipples. All day. day. I don't like beer, so... All day. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike's hard lemonade-flavored nipples. Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah, yes. Bushwhacker nipples. Bushwhacker (laughs) nipples. Bushwhacker nipples. Those are some cold nipples, though. Yeah. <laughs> just want to throw that there. There's no uh, problem but, with that. <laughs> yeah, but, problem with that. <laughs> you are, you are all awful. Uh, but before we get to all that, we just want to let you know, we want to do movies suggested by you, and we've told you so many times how to do that, to make those suggestions. But the one we really want you to do, Anthony's going to explain. Yes. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts in said review. Let us know the movie you'd like us to do, and we will probably do that just for you we probably will do that probably maybe probably definitely maybe maybe. i don't know definitely maybe and don't forget we have instagram all that shit so google us it all comes up yes put it i wouldn't google Google, like you know anthony has some questionable things so if you find him good luck just enjoy (laughs) it just enjoy it relax and enjoy it just let it happen You've heard of two girls in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> One Anthony. You've heard and of some... two girls, a guy in a pizza place. Wait, strike that, reverse it. It's two guys that, and a girl. That was uh, Ryan Reynolds, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Decent movie. Decent movie. Came out around it's the same TV. time as this. It's a or TV was show. It was a TV show. Yes. Yeah, TV show. Although You're I'm thinking, thinking of the movie. Two girls with and a the, guy. 
two girls and a guy with Robert Downey Jr. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Which there is kind you of funny go. if you think of it. Like that pretty much is Iron Man, isn't it? Yeah, it is Iron two girls Man. And yeah, a guy every night. <laughs> that is Tony Stark doing Tony Stark things. All right, so are you ready for the trailer? Let's hit it. There's a difference between like and love. Because I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada backpack. Bianca Stratford is the most popular girl at Padua High. You're asking me out? I'm down. I've got the 411. And you are not going out and getting jiggy with some boy. I don't care how dope his ride is. Her sister, Kat, is something else entirely. People perceive you as somewhat tempestuous. Which is the term used most often? The only thing they have in common. I am the only girl in school who's not dating. Oh, no, you're not. Your sister doesn't date. Is one simple rule. Okay, you can date when she does. But she's a mutant. What if she never dates? And you'll never date. Oh, I like that. For Cameron, no one will go out with her. It's a problem. And what about him? I heard he ate a live duck once. So you two are going to help me tame the wild beast? <laughs> Absolutely. Touchstone Pictures presents a story for every guy who's ever tried. You never give up, do you? Was that a yes? No. Well, then was that a no? No. Every girl who's ever hoped. This is not good. And anyone who's ever been taken completely by surprise. She kissed me. Where? In the car. Ten Things I Hate About You. There it is, Mike Drop. That is the movie today. Here's our breakdown by the numbers, directed by Gil Hunt Junger and starring Julia Stiles. Gil or Jill? I'm assuming Gil. I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> just Keith Wetter, sure. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Larissa Olenek, Larry Miller, Andrew Keegan, David Krumholtz, and Susan May Pratt. Ten Things I Hate About You was released on March 31st, 1999, taking in 60.4 million at the box office against a 13 million dollar budget. Score is 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb and 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holla. Holla at you, boy. Boom. What do you think about this one having a better Rotten Tomatoes score than um, Sandlot? That's fine with me. You're okay with that? It's two different movies. Really? I, I'd rather discuss your Rotten Tomato score. It's in the negative. You are what a are Rotten What are you talking tomato. about? You are a rotten tomato. After what you did to the Sandlot last week, you're a rotten tomato. I, I, <laughs> I'm I not a rotten tomato. I'm just an honest man giving an honest you're review actually, about a you're movie. Not, you're not even a rotten tomato. You're the tomato after it's gone so rotten it's turned to paste. And it doesn't even resemble a tomato. That's how I feel. All right. Are you ready for the game? Yeah, I've been ready. Are you We're ready? ready for the game? That's, I had to make question. the game. <laughs> are you ready? What was that? Are you ready? I am now. Okay. okay. We, all, we all know the game. The game is where I'm going to read Anthony three movie reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And as usual, he's got to guess the fake one. And you two can play along and try and guess and probably have more success than him. I'm or, guessing. Or I can go par for the course and guess the two real ones before guessing the fake one. Which Although in honor of this movie. Often. Quite often I do that. In honor of this movie, I think you'll have a bogey. Oh. <laughs> so, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Bob Bloom, Rec Arts Movies Reviews. It's a fast-filled, fast food film, easy to digest, 
but nothing remarkable or memorable. Michael Ekman, Seattle Times, Heath Ledger, and Julia Stiles lift this to an average movie. Rob Blackwelder, Spliced Wire. Most of the picture is flat, spiritless, and hopelessly staged. All right. Let's wow. see if he's good. I bet you've well, already guessed it. Read read the first one again. Bob Bloom. Rec Arts Movies Reviews. Okay. It's a fast food film, easy to digest, but nothing remarkable or memorable. Okay. What's the second one again? Michael Ekman, Seattle Times. Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles lift this to an average movie. And the last one, Rob Blackwelder, Spliced Wire. Most of the picture is flat, spiritless, and hopelessly staged. Okay. Took me a second, but it's the second one. And why is that? Michael Ekman. Did you cheat? No, he's the peach fruit (laughs) roll-up. I tried to get you. I tried to get you with somebody in the movie to fuck with you. I was going to use Chastity. Would you have known Chastity uh, Church, if I'd have used that name? Is that Gabrielle Union's character? It is her character. Okay. But I didn't know if you had known it. I've known it. Because you're kind of an idiot sometimes. Sometimes, kind of a lot of times, but whatever. A fruit roll-up. That's a fruit roll-up, motherfucker. You got a peach fruit roll-up because you don't see those anymore. Peach fruit roll-up sounds tasty about right now. I'm just going to throw I remember that when they used to have apple ones, and I don't know if they still have those either. This was like when I was a kid. So Were they green yeah. apple? No, just apple. Though? Apple. Just apple? Yeah. Mm. Green apple I could dig. I could get behind. Apple seems like it would be hard to replicate in a good way. It'd be more like weird apple. It's a fruit know. roll-up. I get it. But they it's have real fruit, right? Sugarized fruit leather. I thought they made them with real fruit, though. Well, I'm sure they do, like a teaspoon per 20-gallon barrel. <laughs> now this movie, okay, let's get into oh, it, man. It, it, it made with 10% real fruit or 10% real fruit juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at 10%. 90% like, bullshit that's going to kill you or give you testicular cancer. 90% carcinogen, 10%. Yes. Doable. <laughs> like the original Coke recipe. Yes, yes. That is true. 10% cola, 90% cocaine. Okay, let's get into this movie. This movie is, I want to say it's, I've, I think I've said this before, but I don't, not on here. This, one, this movie is based on The Taming of the Shrew by Shakespeare. And they obviously lay it on thick because the one chick is like... All into, involved. They're she's involved. involved, yes, involved. You know... And even the teacher does a little a cultural appropriation the other way to do a rap to uh, right. Shakespeare. So did, so, in Taming the Shrew, did someone get shot in the arse with an arrow? I don't know. I'll be honest. I have never read or seen or whatever the Taming of the Shrew. So I can't tell you. But you know there. But when it comes to Shakespeare, he has some plots that are recycled over and over again. Obviously, Romeo and Juliet, Pygmalion, I believe, isn't that his? And that was um, was that a, a Pretty Woman? I, I forget. Or was that which one was it that was Pygmalion? We did a movie where Pygmalion was one of the things. And, and there's this remember. one. Well, you're supposed to know the shit. I think it might be uh, Can't Buy Me Love. I think it might be that. All right. <laughs> 
whatever. You're supposed to know this shit because you're the one bringing it up. You're supposed to remember everything. <laughs> I do remember everything. I know fucking Shakespeare gets recycled and everything like you said. Fucking RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Etu Brute. <laughs> exactly. Talk about, talk about, you know, when, when we look at movies today and we love movies, right? And we do all of them on here. Well, and I we do, look you at, don't. After we did The Sandlot, I, I know now you don't love <laughs> we, movies. We know that we don't love all of them. I still love movies. I still would watch it, right? But but all the moments we remember in all these movies. But then, then you think Shakespeare and how all of his moments, we know them even though we may never seen the plays, right? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, it's his his mark is so strong that... Years from now, they'll still be talking about him. Will they still be talking about this movie, 10 Things I Hate About You, is a good question. Well, we're you know. talking about it right now. We are, and it's 24 years later, pretty much. Um, pretty close. That's a long time. Uh, it makes you feel old, because this movie is pretty cool. What I love about it... Go ahead. Hold on. Speaking of old, because I was wanting to bring this up, and then I actually looked it up, and I was like fucking flabbergasted. Always... Ever- forever watching this movie i was always like how fucking old is bogey lowenstein he is yeah. like 43 in this movie i looked it up he's like the same age as all of them he was born in 77 that's crazy he's i'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me. bogey lowenstein look, he looks like he's 40 fucking three in that movie that's nigel with the brie <laughs> remember kids don't touch anything i'd fucking punch that kid i wouldn't I be able tried, to hang out I with him I think he got punched that night at some point at the party. Yeah, he got something. But uh, I do like the opening of this movie, how it had the real world styling with the way they did show the city skyline at first and they had the font and all of that. It, it switched to something else, but but you could tell they were really grabbing from contemporary of what teenagers would want to look at and what would see. And they tried to put it in there. I don't know if it was... You know, like some of the reviews I read, you were negative, right? And not even the one I wrote. That are you? Are you talking about real world style or the real world? The real world from MTV. That's why I said because I love that they throw that in there too. You've got the that's in there later as well, but the, the real world Seattle. Which I want to point out. You know, this movie is in Seattle, but you really don't see anything hardly from Seattle. The only time you see a fish thrown is in that real world intro that she's watching. Yeah. All you see is these kids go to school at fucking Hogwarts in a goddamn fucking mansion of a campus. Padua. Padua Jesus. High School. Yeah. How <laughs> rich are these kids? Well, the the We're rich that you, in fact, don't need to buy your eyes odds at an outlet mall. We know this. She has a Prada backpack. That tells you enough, but her father is a gynecologist, obviously, and up to his elbows and placenta, which I was going to say... Was that line originally supposed to be up to my elbows and vaginas, but they just didn't want to put it through? I have no it, idea. It seems like that, because you're not in a placenta. A placenta is is like a, an organ that, you know, comes out after birth. Yeah, but it gets on your elbows. I guess, maybe. That'd be some weird shit. I think it sounds better than I was up to my elbows in afterbirth. So, up, or, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like, I don't think it was ever I was up to my elbows and vagina because I don't think that's the way he wants to represent that to his kids. No, I think they, I think it was the original line and they cut it. Personally, I, I think don't. they said, you know, that just sounds too, too much. Like I think they thought it was too much talking to a teenager. So no, they, I think they changed it. If anything, it was going to say I was up to my elbows and preteen vagina. 
Oh, he would have had oh. to harp more on the fact that teenage vaginas. Yeah, I'm yes, delivering like babies from babies. Babies to babies. Yeah, that's sad. Let's not get into that. That's that's sad. <laughs> but but I do love this. Um, what I love about this movie is this is a, a pre teen or a, a pre smartphone teen movie, right? Yeah. Like when you watch this. I wonder what teenagers now think when they see this and they see them all having a good time and not on their devices. Like, I wonder how they feel. Like, do they think, how are they having a good time? They, they don't even have a, a, an iPad or a video game or, you know, like, do they look at that and think that? Or, or do, they, do they still identify a good time can be had? Well, here's, here's the thing. Yes, a good time can still be had. Because yeah. if you're Heath Ledger's character... You go to the bar and drink underage. If you're any of them, you go to Bogie, Bowie Lowenstein's party and congregate him around Mr. Cuervo. Do they have or parties like that? If you're Joey, you model fucking hemorrhoid cream and you drive around fancy car. How do you, you model a hemorrhoid cream? I don't know, but apparently... Check out the cream on this finger. Go. Just give you the look. <laughs> his tube, after his big tube sock goes, you know, big tube, big sock, tube sock ad. Yes. And so, what are you modeling there? Is he going to be all, like full standing? They're all doing some, some bad shit. I don't know. I, I think well, uh, they're not posting on fucking TikTok. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I don't know if like a teenager now could could wrap their head around not because I feel even even though you say those are things they could do, I still think that they're so wrapped up in their devices and connected to it that that not looking at something every two seconds. And when there's a moment like where you're just sitting there listening to somebody, not looking down at your device, you know, like that's a thing you do now. And I'm thinking like in this movie, do they watch it and go, man, they must've been really bored just standing there talking to each other. <laughs> and like, no one like, like, like looking through their Instagram real quick to like a few things or watching TikTok while trying to be engaged with people. Cause that, that's something I see common. That's common. Now you have to and get just, to know somebody. What the oh my fuck? fuck? Oh god! Don't say hi. <laughs> Jesus. Did you did you love uh, David Crumholtz's character doing the the click breakdowns? Absolutely. So I love click breakdowns in any movie. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's our favorite thing in movie. Like they had it in uh, what is it? Mean Girls, Clueless, Clueless uh, PCU, Disturbing Behavior, which I think is probably the best one that's ever been done. Well, PCU, come on. No, Disturbing Behavior. Okay, whatever. You probably don't remember it or you never saw it. I'll have to watch it again. You'll have to watch that click breakdown because that's one of the best ones ever. And Heather's kind of had it. Heather's kind of had it. That's a good one. I don't remember them having a click breakdown, though. They Well, they broke down the groups, but not like, not like but not like only the three groups. The... It was never really explained that well. Yeah, yeah. I like these other movies. Not, not as good. But you like that? Do you like the the... I used to be their god to them until Pokemon. Yesterday, I was their god. <laughs> Possible takeover. Don't worry, he'll pay. Uh, uh, yeah, that was that was great. I, I love that. But well, as he's doing that, though, and he's explaining these clicks, which is pretty awesome, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt sees Bianca and is, like, taken. And I was look, watching thinking, like, is she that hot? I know. She's fucking Alex Mack. What the hell? She's like, yeah, she's cute. You know, she's cute, I guess. Like, like if I you mean, were a teenage boy, it's not like uh, Nadia in American Pie. Here's the thing. Is Julia Stiles that hot? She's cute. She's a dancer. So, you know, yeah. 
So, I mean... But she's but, a great actress. She carries that now, role because of who she is more to, than... This yeah. is when JGL was in his young, awkward-looking phase. Great actor. I want to say, and it's a six-pack oh. of mine later, this movie did not probably deserve the cast that's in it. Because this cast is ridiculous. It is like ridiculous. Said, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, let's see, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Julia Stiles, Allison Janney, David Krumholtz, uh, the guy who plays the father, forget his name. I mean, this cast is better than the the script. Let's put it that way. This cast is better. Fuck. Better. Now I'm drawing a blank. What's her name? Bianca's friend. Gabriel. Gabriel, Gabriel Union. Union. Yeah. Yeah. Gabriel Union. Pardon me. That one too. So I'm saying, yeah, they they have so many people that are in this that it's like they're better than what they're doing, and that's to I me is kind of crazy. Totally disagree because most of these people hadn't really done anything yet. So don't you can't say that. I don't know. I, but you could see how good literally, they were at the time. You could tell. That's why you liked so it so much. What do we got here so far? Secret World of Alex Mack and Third Rock from the Sun. That's all we've got so far going into this movie. Yeah, Real Union True. hadn't done, hadn't even uh, done Bring It On yet. And and uh, Allison Janney, I don't think she had done anything. The principal, you know, I don't think she had done anything exceptional at that point. I don't remember. She's been well, so she was in a TV yeah. show. She's pretty big. She had she she'd been on TV for a while, so she's done enough. So you knew who she was. Yeah. Uh, she was in the cowboy way even. But um but yeah, but but when you watch this, th- this was like Heath Ledger's coming out party, I think, in some ways. Right? Like, like oh my god, this guy's really good. And and that's why it was, because it was really good. And Julia Stiles, I mean kind of a thing for her too she comes she comes out on this one i think before this what did she do nothing nothing really nothing she did she was in um not much yet yeah she was in wide awake devil i love you i love it three movie four movies that never heard of and after that you know you got down to you you got her in hamlet uh save the last dance the born identity which is a big thing a guy thing so many movies she ended up doing so much um, that's yep. why it's like to me that's why this is people noticed you know and that's why i think they're better than the movie i know you don't believe me and david krumholtz goes on to do numbers for 10 years or 12 years plays an amazing role and and that was a great that was a great series i think i don't think they're better than the movie i think this movie definitely played a part and helped a lot of them because it's a very memorable movie with such a great cast and fucking yeah chilly. Rapping Shakespeare. What the hell? <laughs> I'll say Crumholtz at least had done Santa Claus, and he was a pretty big part in that. Okay, so I have a question now. Yeah. Because I want to know how you feel about this. Go ahead. Can you just ever be whelmed? <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, I think that's so insightful. <laughs> I well, mean, I believe you can. Isn't that a, is whelmed? And underwhelmed, can you just be whelmed? Whelmed is a word, right? Like I'm going to use that for now. I'm just going to be like, I am so whelmed. To whelm is engulf, submerge, or bury. And so if you're whelmed, whelmed, it's the past, past tense or past participle. So you can be submerged or buried. So I'm e- either overly buried or I'm underburied. Yeah, so you could be underburied or overburied. Is what to pick. But if you say, I'm just well, I've been I'm whelmed. Buried. Buried. 
I'm just fucking aired. I was submerged. I was engulfed in this. I was whelmed. You can be whelmed. That's why it's a dumb question. It's yes. It's yes. You can be. <laughs> but this is one of my things, and and I have a, and that's a generic for me in this movie. What's that? Kinda. There are times it felt like this movie is trying to bite off of Clueless's style, like the whelmed conversation. So I felt like. And they were talking about their Prada backpack, you know, to to me, it it looked like it was trying to use a little bit of that. I'm not saying it was totally the same, but it felt like it borrowed a little I, bit. Every movie does, though. And this is also just I mean, I don't like Clueless that much. So therefore, me, you're a complete fucking idiot. You are so beyond. I gave whelmed. it a higher rating than the Sandlot. So beyond whelmed. But you're doing a teen comedy about a bunch of fucking rich kids when it comes down to it. Yeah. So you're going to have those types of conversations with them. You're going to have stupid shit like that come up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But but it's but it, I agree you can have dumb conversations, but it seemed like this was too on the nose of something that similar to things that might have been said in Clueless. I don't like, think not so. Not the exact. Because they didn't have cell phones, so they were just left to their own stupid devices and dumb conversation was part of it. Actually, I think there were more cell phones in Clueless than this movie. Because she used it to call to get a ride, didn't she? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Well, there was no Uber rich. Oh, yeah. yeah. These people weren't. In 1999, though, you'd think rich. rich, you could have Doesn't one. Doesn't matter. You go clueless. Joey from this would be her pool boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, give okay. my generic. I'm going to give my generic. Go ahead. Movie. Fucking Joey. Joey's a generic. He Joey is a generic. is a generic fucking douchebag. It's bad. It's so bad. Well, well, there are some things I like. I like, you know, he's trying to bribe uh, Verona to, um, and obviously that's a nod to Shakespeare as well. Uh, Patrick Verona, Verona is in Italy, and it's in featured in um, Romeo and Juliet, I believe, and it might even be in The Taming of the Shrew. I don't know, but but he's bribing Verona to take out Cat, and, and I, well, he's he's an asshole because he's doing this. But what I like about Verona is when he goes to bribe him, he's like, well, it'll be whatever for popcorn. And yeah, <laughs> I think he had the prices correct for degree. what reason that's a popcorn cost now when you go to the movies. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he was telling the bucks. future. Go to the movies, 15 bucks. She'll want popcorn, 53. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest. No, it is. See, it is. It was uh, it was pretty. Uh, I, I like that. I, I like that. Joe, Joey's an asshole, but we get that cool scene because he's in it, well, right? I gotta so. say too, Joey's an asshole, but he's so fucking rich, and his first offer is twenty bucks. Even in nineteen ninety nine, that feels fuck, cheap. dude. Really? Yeah, a hundred dollars today. I looked it up. Was worth about a hundred and eighty then. So when you think about it, twenty bucks back then. Uh, was you know like giving him thirty dollars pretty much right like yeah. pretty close to a little bit so that even then that feels cheap so it's like it really it's like I want you to take this girl out that is impossible to date but I'm not even going to give you enough money initially to go on a date in Seattle in fucking way. Seattle <laughs> that's you get, a, yeah. take her out for a cup and a half of coffee yeah find a Starbucks because that's that's where you're going <laughs> that's where you're going oh. But but what I really like is his opening line when he walks up to uh, when he walks up to Cat. Hey there, girly. 
That has to be the worst smooth. go online I've ever oh, heard. Way worse. That's that's smooth. That is. Hey there, girly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't like use Australian saying, Hey Sheila, what's up? <laughs> Sheila would have been good, nice, yeah. Now I do want to say, you know, they're all talking about cat like being such a bad person. Dingo. Sorry, what? <laughs> dingo ate my baby. Hey, dingo. Everybody knows that. But uh, my, I have a generic here, and it's it's that everyone says Cat is a loser because of who she is, and she doesn't conform to their standard. They don't say she's a loser. They just say her sister could, repeatedly calls her a loser. Oh, well, her pardon me. Her sister is a loser. Yes, at some point. But but everyone feels she's a reject or a bad person because she doesn't think the way they do or like to do the things they do. No, they and think it, that's she's a generic in, to me. Inaccessible. Yeah, and I get it. They're, you know, because she's, in the because the movie's based go ahead. She's laney. She's laney. Yeah, right. Because the movie's but Lainey was mom. ugly, remember? But oh, yeah. Lainey was she ugly. Glasses and overalls. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she oh, she's not ugly. Fucking camo and shit. <laughs> that might have been Pygmalion. I don't know. Uh, but, this, but this movie is based on Taming the Shrew, right? And she is the shrew. And, but the shrew, a shrew is a sexist word. It means a nagging, mean-spirited woman. It's a very sexist word. Let's just call That's her so, a gringo. For the rest of this, then. So, I mean, they could have just, you know, they could have, um, they could have made her really mean because I never thought she was really mean. I thought she was just other people were bothering her, and so she gave him shit for it. I never thought she was really mean in this movie ever. Until uh, uh, the only time she was mean was when Verona wouldn't kiss her in the car. In my opinion, she's mean. She has a mean exterior. Yeah. She's got she puts on a front, up. but she's got some walls up. She's got walls up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She hates stupid people. Yeah. Now, the I, I'm going to say, do you think the the car accident? I don't think she'd be at fault. By the way, when Joey parks his car behind her and she backs up illegally, illegally parks. Yeah. I think they they probably would have cited both people: one for backing out into a car, and the other one for parking illegally and abandoning their car. He might even been at fault for the whole thing. Oh, well, he was. He abandoned. He's at fault for being a dick. And and he had a witness, because I'm guessing Verona would probably say she, you know, he, he parked behind her. Mm-hmm. You know, he wouldn't be like a jerk. Well, I don't know. Maybe he would be. I would have loved He's supposed to, see, to be some... Go ahead. I'd love to see how that scene unfolded, because the cops had to be called, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I... There's so many, like, there's so many things like that. You're like, you know, what happened? Right. <laughs> but, you know, what happened? What happened? I got a question for you. Hmm. Do you think anybody ever went through your room when you weren't there? Like they did cats? I don't know. Like searched your shit? And how would you feel if you caught them? If I caught them? Like just looking through your shit. Depends on what they found. It's not about what they found. You don't know. They might have found it, put it away, and then stored that nugget. I don't see anybody doing that. I think that would have... Then, but how would you feel about it if you caught them in the act? I've never been blackmailed for it, so nobody ever found anything. I get that. Okay, I get that. But that's the thing that happened to Cat, though. I'd go apeshit if I caught him. But but the thing is, in this movie, she never finds out. She doesn't know that her sister 
totally fucking help them. Going through it's her like shit. She, even at the end, she doesn't. It's not like she said, "Oh, I I went through your room and gave them some help." You know, like they didn't they didn't cop to that. Show them your undies. <laughs> yeah, show them your black underwear. <laughs> Which that, that has to be a, a total farce. What's that? No, a girl buys black underwear not because she wants black underwear, not because she wants some guy to see it. That's or girl, whatever you're into. Black panties, panties, underwear, lingerie, whatever. Nah, well, if you're looking at Kat's character, she is the type of person that would specifically avoid something like that because yeah. of her beliefs that she would never yeah. own something like that. So, no, I, I disagree. I I don't think that... Uh, On no. principle. She, she might would, like the way she looks in them. She, she might like the way she feels in them. Makes her look sexy to a man. But maybe she likes the way she looks in them, so therefore she bought them because she likes them, not because she wants someone else to like nope, them. See, that's what I think most no. women would do. No, because they like the way they look. They don't care nope. what we nope. think. Then she's conforming to every other fucking teeny bopper girl that goes to the mall every day to find what they look cute in. Yeah, but they then go wear it out in public. She doesn't. She just wears it for herself. Well, I hope it's she's underwear. not going to wear not pants underwear. on public. She well, they, you know. Let's get into that. I I think I might have a generic here. I don't know, but I'll talk about the room. Their ba- their bedrooms. Bianca's and Cat's bedrooms. Bianca's looks like a ninety year old grandmother's room. Yeah, her with, room sucks. And then Cat's looks like the consumer driven teenager who buys all the albums with all the posters. She's the exactly the opposite of what she purports to be in her room. Her room should look like Bianca's, like nothing in it. But it, it does. It's got yep. all the shit. It's got all the shit on the walls. So it's like Bianca's room is Molly Ringwald's room. And Kat's is her friend's room. Yeah. The grandma's room and the cool room. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had the same thing in 16 Candles. It's true. It's true. All right. Okay, so... I have another six pack. I have a lot of six. I have more than a six pack in this movie. That's the problem. I can Maybe tell. I, sh- I shouldn't go into that. But, but I like the when they're trying to give him that dirt or give him the information, and they tell me like she likes pretty guys. And he's like, I'm not a pretty guy. <laughs> I'm not a pretty guy. So I just don't know. I can't tell. So you know, <laughs> I'm gonna give a six pack. Yeah, only to not let you steal it. The serenade with the school band. But that's later. We're not even there okay. yet. I'm giving it because you're going to fucking take it if I don't. I'd already had it on here, yeah. So. I'm also going to throw out my other one. What's Those that? Those damn Dawson's Rivers kids sleeping in each other's beds and whatnot. That's another one of yours? Fuck yes. The Dawson's, Dawson's Creek reference, always. always. You have a problem. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll give you another six-pack, and then I'm going to get to a moment in this, but uh, a six-pack. I have Cat's Table Dance. Because, Only hey, it was to Biggie. You got Biggie Smalls and her getting up there and doing her thing, doing a little slut drop or whatever they call those. Yeah. You know, hey, whatever. Shorty getting low. Get low, get low, get low. But before that, I like the 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 line that what's his name used uh um beer flavored uh, nipples that you talked about. Yes. You know? Verona. I do that like that. Good. But but uh but then but then that made me think when we're at the party and you see Bianca drinking the beer and um, Chastity. And I thought to myself, I personally, back then, even back then, I would have been turned off by a, a girl drinking beer. Just, mm. just how I am. 
No, that's not true because guys want girls to drink beer because then it lowers their inhibitions. I am not that guy. See, that's something mm-hmm. you don't know about me. Yeah, you are. You support it anyways. Well. You support men doing that. No, I don't. Anyways, uh, I do not the same way I am. You're a Deshaun Watson fan. Shut up. I'm not a Deshaun Watson fan. Let's not go there. Yes, you are. I'm going to give. So, and there was, but just for the record, there's no alcohol or drugs related to any of that. But that you know of, we don't even know that. So shut up. But I can't put it in there if it's not to be known. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to give my other six pack. It's combination, but and that we've said this. I can't remember the movie, but I always love when you got something on TV. That's nostalgic. Now oh, this yeah. was the two things, the real world Seattle clip. The and, only fish throwing scene in the movie, by the way. And the GLH hair system, the spray. Oh hair. yeah. 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 Miracle. The the powder hair. Love that. You, you might need that at some point. Why? I don't know. You might lose hair. I don't know. You... <laughs> I mean, only if I keep doing the show with you, then, then there's potential. <laughs> I wanted to say, I, I wanted to, you know, when they're at that party and Joey is so self-absorbed, I want to go back to that. At that point, I thought there is no way Bianca and Joey could be a thing because they both are too into themselves that the other person doesn't have room yeah. to think about them. You need someone who only thinks about the other one. And and she, that's why it didn't work out because she's not there. See, and this is, I, I got to say, Bianca is so fucking stupid and backwards like she does not deserve JGL at the end. No, she doesn't. She uh, but, but she does become a better person, I think. And that's kind of like, and like I said, that very follows the clueless thing where the self-absorbed person becomes better at the end. Um, and she does. She does. She, she goes sailing. She does things like that. I do want to call it a couple things. I have another, I have too many six packs. Maybe this is a 12 pack. I like Verona's pep talk. You never um, that follow he gives. JGL, don't let it. Don't let anyone ever make you feel like you don't deserve what you want. Mm-hmm. That was good. Of course, there are some people that's not good advice. Just want to throw it out there. Yeah, <laughs> you do not deserve that advice. Some people don't. And, and I have your generic that you didn't put in here, but I know it's your generic cat's puke scene. That's not because you don't see anything. But it's on his shoes, and you know that. Yeah, and so therefore you would, that, but that had to be, if it's not, it's then not, you're, it doesn't bother me. Wow. Geez. So, Cause you didn't see it. You're uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. What did you, did you, I respected Verona for not kissing her in the car. That's my thoughts after the party. Cause she was drunk. She had been drinking. Also she puked. I mean, I, she has to think yeah, about no, him, yeah, but I, I didn't see any certs laying around in the car. So I don't even think that was a good idea. He could have been one of those guys back in the day that left a toothbrush in the glove compartment for girls. You know, there are guys who I, who I knew did that. That's kind of weird. That's fucking weird and gross. So these those are serial rapists. I don't know what they are, for but me. I've met some guys that did that. Like, that, maybe he that, did that. That's a red flag. If you got a toothbrush in your car, red flag. Yeah, <laughs> it's a red flag. To me, it was. But what do I know? <laughs> I, I want to th- say this now because it's at this point when I figured out I don't like one person, and that's a generic for me. It's the teacher. I ended up not liking him. Chill. I don't like him because the way... It was fucking chill. How can you not like chill? Because he's an asshole. Well, he when, always is. 
when he when he announces the new assignment and she says and she's genuinely excited and asks poignant questions, he tells her to get out of her office and kind of bullies her in front of everyone else and sends her away. I like that's because he thinks she's messing with him, but she's not. She's she's you can't assume that if she's asking things no, about she's the, fucking gone the other way so often that no, now it's like now you're just fucking with me. Yeah, she's cried wolf too many times or been the wolf basically. I don't, I don't believe it. I, no, because that means anytime she opens her mouth, you're just going to send her out of the room. That you yes. can't be that way. You can't be that way. That's why I say he's bad. He's not good. He is too. I he's like bad. how he puts Joey in his place. He's awesome. But he has his moments. Pipe but, down, Chachi. Yeah, and I don't even want to get started with you guys. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right, man. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah. I just, I just wasn't a fan. Now, I want to say this. One thing that would never happen in school today is archery. Do you think? I mean, it could. I mean, it I know might. we shot okay. guns out here in my podunk in high school. This is a very preppy, rich fucking school. Yeah, it could be a private school, so maybe the rules are a little different. So, yeah. And, and uh, but, but now, I don't know. I, you know, I, any weapon in school seems hard to believe. Also, like, kind of a... Inmates running the asylum type of school too. You're fucking chipping golf balls from up the hill onto the football field. You know what I mean? Like there's just random shit going on everywhere. I say I never did that, but Barabas there was a smoking a cigarette on the bench while everybody's playing soccer. I mean, you know, I never did what he did, but there was a time where a couple times where I was waiting out in front of the school and I took a few golf balls, teed them up and hit them out toward out away from the school towards the road to watch see if they bounce on the road uh with a driver and tried to hit him like really far i've done that but no one was there you know well a car could have come around the corner but hey, well verone smokes a cigarette on the field or on the track basically uses yeah. a switchblade to dissect a frog lights up a cigarette in class plays so a fire yeah. almost kills joseph gordon levitt with a fucking drill do they even let blow, blow torches and drills in schools anymore? I don't even know. Is there shop class, hey, you know? He whipped out a bratwurst to the lunch lady, and he just got sent back to class. There was no repercussions for that either. not his real junk. Are we supposed to think it was his real junk, or was it a bratwurst? He was joking with the lunch lady, as but even that would still get you a detention. Yeah, and the teacher was like, whatever. And then she the uses it for her. Back to Reginald's quivering, quivering member. Quivering bratwurst. <laughs> now I guess it's what, oh yeah I think if it were me and, and once he started getting the feelings for Kat I think he should have just let her know that Joey paid her or paid him because mm-hmm. you know if, if she's in on it you can make more money yeah like you can be like and then she can tell her sister and her sister can just not go out with them as much, like kind of string them along, but not go out. Like you can really see how much money you could get out of him. <laughs> That's what I, that would have been an interesting plot. Like how can you drain Joey? <laughs> all his money, all his sock money. I don't know. He went from 20 bucks to 300 bucks. So I don't know. That's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, he has a, he has a range, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's uncomfortable money or just, you know, whatever. I mean, essentially, it's like, how much money is he willing to pay to nail Bianca? Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's as but but you know like i said but if they would have strung him along i think that'd have been a great that'd have been a great movie too for, for to me i don't know i'd have enjoyed it now after he does a serenade which you stole from me yes i did and i just want to say it is one of my six packs but what i want to say which you didn't is that this is probably my favorite scene in all of these team movies i think it's there are like two or three that are the greatest scenes ever in these teen movies, I think this is it. I think uh, riding on the lawnmower, I, and I, I think fist in the air bender. Like I, I gotta think say, it even though it's a spoof, but not another teen movie where they make fun of all these. She's uh-huh. all that and everything, and he does this scene, but instead he sings "Janie's Got a Gun." That's pretty epic. But I don't care about that movie. So. Janie Briggs got a gun. <laughs> But no, I think this uh, this is great. But after that, you know, he get, does him and Cat do go on a little date thing, and they are on the quietest paddle boat I have ever seen or heard. Yeah, it's like, true. Because when you when you do those things, you usually hear that splash, 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 splash. Seagulls fucking barking in the air. Yeah, it was pretty. Well. And here's the thing: that paint thing, I have never seen paintball. that. Yeah, but paint that's movie. not paintball. Right, paint I movie. have never seen that other than in this movie ever. Like it's where you run too, around though. and throw paint at each other. Right. It's funny though. It's like that they're doing it, but then you look at the background, it's behind this fucking like big giant plant. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Did they just build this? I, they obviously build it for the movie, here's, here's but did think. they get it from a real thing or was this a original idea just so they can figure out a way to get them making each other messy and kissing on I the don't ground? Know, I mean, but I think it's brilliant because it looks like a great use of space because Otherwise, that's the type of space, if it wasn't a paint balloon setup, where you go to hide a body. Yeah, or someone's getting killed, or there's a there's a, a, a drug cartel, or people's going down. Turn it into a community place. I like it. Just last week, before it became the paint place, uh, there were bodies found there, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It's like, we gotta I'm do pretty, something, guys. Got an idea. <laughs> paint balloons. <laughs> paint guys balloons. and girls can go kissy face. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I thought that was a cool. But you know what's funny about that is that as soon as that they had that great day, as soon as they were done, they were had a contentious moment again. You know, like like she, yeah, that's the only time she's shrewish is with him. I don't think that's the only time she's shrewish. Shrewish. Remove head like, from or then drive. That was pretty shrewish. I don't think that was a bad line. I thought that was just being honest. Oh. Dude ran into a car. What do you want? Just saying. She's. I mean, what do you want her to do? Be like, oh, that's okay. Keep running. Get, stay in front of me and keep running into my car. I'm okay with it. She's bitchy to everybody throughout the movie. I don't think she's. I think she's just who she is. Exactly. Bitchy. I don't. I don't know. I don't think she's that. I don't know. Uh, deep down, <laughs> she's not. But outwardly, yes. What did you think of JGL's character uh, learning, trying to learn French so he could tutor Bianca? Oh, I couldn't do it. That's slightly impressive that he actually learned enough to know a little I bit. Don't but think then he, I, he didn't learn enough to know. She knew more than he did. But he, but he was actually understanding by the time, except for some words, and that's what I was going to say. But by the time they got to the point where she's asking him to ask her to prom, uh, that's where he got tripped up because she obviously didn't need a tutor. She could speak it pretty well. And he's like, and he knew a little bit. He knew enough phrases, but he didn't know those things. No, I think she did need a tutor, but she was more advanced than him. So you got to think, she 
she needed a tutor, but she was already taking French. He had never taken French. So that's why she still knew more than him. I think he's a smart dude who, who learned some French pretty he quickly. He learned some French, but he didn't learn enough to be her tutor. Like he even and learned how to do pronunciation. How, how's that too? How, how do they let you be a tutor when you have no proof that you know any French at all? And you just moved to that school. So it's right. not like they even know you as a student or your work ethic or behavior. But they've got so your transcript. So they yeah, say, I mean, I yeah, they know he's good grades, but one you don't French know the person. Ever. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. He lived, maybe he lived in a, he lived in what, 11 different places or something like that, or 12. Maybe one of them they spoke They'd French. think it was 10 schools in nine years or something. So Yeah, like maybe he lived somewhere where they speak French, like in Canada or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is is JGL Canadian though? Well, no, he already he there had that conversation. Do you speak French? No, but I will. Oh, I know that. Very admitted, he doesn't speak French. No, he's from Los Angeles. But uh, but but yeah, I knew I knew that. But uh, but he didn't speak. It doesn't mean he didn't live somewhere where he picked up a word or two. Doesn't mean he speaks. A it, word or you know. two does not qualify you as a tutor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Pourquoi? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you're exciting to watch, by the way. Thank you. You're I got not. a question for you. Hmm. Uh, they obviously have their dad, and, and, and he's a six-pack of mine. I think he's a cool dad. He's a good he's dad. Awesome. He means well. A little archaic with his rules with the dating thing until you're mm. graduated. I think he could be a little more like flexible. That. I kind of like it. Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm the only one here with a daughter, and I wouldn't be that way. But... <laughs> now you suck. But... But the question is, you just where, is their, where is their where is their mom? What happens to your child? I, mom? Yeah, I she left. Well, that we don't know. Did she leave or die? When she say left, left. Do they mean left us as in died, no, left us as in left. left. When she fucked Joey, she said it was right after mom left. That's what she said. But right. but we don't really know. She left. But we don't know I why. Don't we don't get. We don't know why, but we know she left. But left all her shit? That seems weird. She didn't leave all of her shit. She left some pearls. Obviously left some nice, valuable pearls. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know, because like, I, I don't know. They really are ambiguous with that. They just left. Left That's, could mean, you know, oh, you know, when someone dies, they left us, you know, a little early, <clears throat> uh, before their time, you know. You, you could mean it for that. Die. That's what I'm saying. Like, left, they just left. They didn't say, left us for this, or left for that, or, or she's she gone. And they're not, not angry. They don't seem angry about it. So they're that not makes happy me about it. <laughs> we don't know that they're not happy either. We don't know much. She was not happy about it because it drove her to fuck Joey in ninth grade. Yeah. And guess what? After you just said you think he's a little too overbearing with his rules, I don't think so. I think he's a little overbearing she- as a. Went to Pound Town in the fucking ninth grade. Well, he doesn't know that, probably. Exactly, but he's trying to prevent that. Obviously, and he the funny know thing that. is, is she obviously practiced safe sex, and he he's trained yeah. them well. So maybe he ought to trust he that what he's out. already trust what he has told his kids and hope that they do right by it. He pulled out. Anyways, so prom. And we also know from this, Joey has a small dick. Yeah, he's a small penis, and. The cheerleading team is going to know. Um, cheerleading squad. Right then, when he fucking parked her in, 
before she rammed his car. Why don't you just go announce it right then? Go start telling people. Yeah, but she also doesn't want people to know she had sex with them. So it's kind of a slippery slope. At this point, what does she care? She's, yeah, if she's, she's truly liberated. Reputation at this point. If she's truly liberated and is herself and is comfortable with her own skin, she could, yeah. Right. I agree. I agree with you. Now, I want to get to the prom. For a couple people who weren't going to prom, they certainly had dresses lying around. Just want to throw that out. Yeah. Like, I mean, just do you just have them? Like, I mean, maybe Kat could have had one from the year before because she's a senior. You know, I don't know. That looks like, again, the prom. Let's just tackle that. Where the fuck is this prom at? Like beautiful theater. Jesus. That's insane. I would love that. Although people do that now, you know, our, yeah, our but, school doesn't do it at the school. They go to another venue and it's just crazy. They rent out venues and it's like, I mean, what's the prom budget these days? I don't even know. No, I was going to say, if you're in that type of neighborhood in that area, like they, they have money that they, they're so, so I'm saying, I'm sure there are stores nearby that you can go get a $700 dress in about 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. I guess, yeah, but but they have that kind of money just lying around. <laughs> but at the prom, I want to talk about this. Save Ferris is the group that's playing when they get in there, mm-hmm. um, doing this the cover of Shout, which is pretty cool. Um, but they also did a great cover of Come On Eileen. And it was fun. It just reminds you of that blip where we had ska music, for like the Mighty Mighty Boss tones and stuff. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Like, like it reminds you of that sound. Uh, Real Big Fish. I like that kind of music. It can be good. It's not all crazy. Some of it's a little bit weird. But uh, but they're kind of fun. They're kind of fun. I really like that. And then you have uh, Let Us to Cleo. Yes. Yeah. Singing for... Uh, do, what kind of favor did he call in? How did he know them? Like the group? Like, how did he know that? that? that it's not Letters to Cleo. In the it's Bikini Kill or whatever. Okay. And that's her favorite band. They were playing at the Chick Joint. The Skunk Room. Which he yeah. said he'd never be seen at. Which I, didn't say, which I forgot to say this. He said, I'd never be seen at the Skunk Room. But he goes in there and the first thing that happens is the bartender goes, Hey, Verona, you're yeah. back in town? <laughs> like, What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, yeah, it's also the fact that... How does he know him if he's never been there? <laughs> well, he just probably knows bartenders. Maybe that bartender oh. works at different bars. And also the fact that he goes there in leather pants, which I found weird. Badass. That's called badass. You can do that I if you're Heath be, Ledger. I can't be seen there, but I'm going to wear leather pants when I go. <laughs> but, but and, and just like, I uh, forgot, just like other movies that we have watched, where do these teenage clubs exist and when did they exist and why, you know, like, did they really have things like this? Like, we never, I, uh, we never yeah, had these. They didn't where we lived, apparently, in our parts. But remember, this is California. Or yeah. Seattle, sorry. True. They may have had cool things. We may, we just may not have cool things. I don't know. Which or or this is an exaggeration of something. Like, they, they had something like this, but not to the cool factor it's, it was in the movie. Sarah Lawrence, is that East Coast or isn't that in California? I believe that's in that one of the Seven Sisters. It's uh, East Coast. It is East Coast? Well, okay. Because. It's got to be. I, when he said it's on the other side of the country. I believe it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a very prestigious school. Right. The average cost after eight is like thirty six thousand dollars. So it's I was just for trust- some reason thinking it was like West Coast. I do have a question though. So this movie takes place in Seattle. Yeah. I don't think it's always sunny in Seattle. 
It's no. Philadelphia, but not Seattle. Where's my twilight <laughs> weather? There was no twilight weather or, yeah, where's the blue filter like, for the where's camera? Where's the blue filter? Where's the fucking rain? I agree. Where is it's all that shit? Beautiful there every single day. And that you're trying is... to tell me that's Seattle? Yeah, yeah. It's like they found, they, they only filmed on the good days, I guess. Apparently, they go to school in <laughs> July and August. Uh, yeah, because you got to think about that, too. Um, although the weather there is actually temperate, it doesn't snow a lot in Seattle because of uh, where it's at. Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird phenomenon there. Um, but it rains like it a doesn't, month. Yeah, but it doesn't get super cold like it does everywhere else. Same with Vancouver, which is right across the border. However, Vancouver is famous for skiing because Whistler is there. And once you get way above elevation, then it stays cold. Yeah. So a little, little geography lesson for you there. How about that? Thanks. I appreciate it. What I do love about prom is a couple things. I love Bianca kicking Joey's ass. That's good. That yes. was, that, that's always fun to watch. It sucks that Joey had to, but you know, it's like all these movies. It's kind of predictable. As our, one of our reviewers said, there always has to be the fall. Although I think there are many falls in this movie between but it's, uh, Verona and Kat, but, but there has to be the main fall where she finds out the truth of something that she doesn't understand. But I don't think uh, Bianca being the one to kick Joey's ass was predictable. No, that was not. That was a nice you place. know, a lesser movie from the '80s would have had JGL punch him or something. Verone would win. have kicked his ass, or Verone would have stuck up for him and kicked his ass. Yes, and or gave actually, him the money back and say, actually, "I cat." That would have been the most likely, most believable. Cat yeah. or Verone, I could see because Verone would do it and give him his money back and saying it wasn't worth it anyways. I think Cat kicking his ass and then de-pantsing him to show everybody his tiny dick. That's the way it could should have gone. You, you just want that. You just want to see you his dick, it says. Okay, can we get to Anthony wants to see Joe's tiny dick. No, I don't <laughs> want to. And that's pretty much the whole point of the story. You can't. It's not. It's too tiny. Yeah. Nobody uh, I guess. <laughs> so I want to talk about the father again. Like I said, he's kind of a six-pack for me. But the speech thing he gave is true. Like, when you become a spectator... Yeah, and not a participant. And you can't. You know, you're not at that place yet with uh, your little one. But uh, my kid is in college. I'm not a spectator completely yet, still. So, but there'll be a point where I'm just on the sideline waiting for her to call me in. Say, hey, Dad, you're allowed to have my time again. <laughs> that sucks, man. Oh, that's so true. I don't know. From what I heard, when she was a little child, you were pretty much a spectator. You, you don't know. Games. No, no, no. You were dude, playing video no. games, teaching her curse words. That's not a spectator. That's called an influencer. That's <laughs> called an influencer. You can, like, man, quit spinning things to make you not douchey. I'm not. That's I'm all not, you do. I'm That's not. I'm a do. good father. Now, I think Kat was brave to read her poem in class, but did she need to? Did she, Or did she want to just to, to let him hear it? I know. It's like her, like, I'm still not happy with this situation. Well, she's conflicted emotionally because she likes this person a lot. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. And and but my question was, should she have done it? Could she have done it a different way? And we still would have got the same point. Did it have to be in class with the dumbass teacher um, who doesn't appreciative of her in any way of any of her point of views? Um, so much for being a good teacher. I think he's a great teacher. Yeah. Right. So. Calls ultimately out for their bullshit 
I would say he does, but at the same time, he does it in a way that makes him condescending and a bully sometimes. He should be able to do it with a little more tact. Anyways. Then you don't have the fun parts of the movie that you have from him. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think I understand uh, the, the point of it. I just. I think you could say even worse about the guidance counselor. She's the principal. Or the principal. Yeah, she's a problem, obviously. She, she is. <laughs> she's, she's waiting for one of those kids' quivering member to come into her class, I think. But uh, I have a question. So these couples, they get together, right? Yeah. I want to know, where are these couples in between the next one and five years? <clears throat> I don't know, because that's the funny thing, too. You think about the end of the movie. They get together at the end, but she's going off to college. Yeah, this is prom. So in a month or two, uh, they're going to have the summer. They're probably going to have up until about August. So really, I mean, it's very kind of deflating ending when you like look at it that way. It's like, oh, all this shit for another couple months of probably five months, four months, maybe five fights a day. I mean, unless he's going to move out there, you know, he could. Or she's going to just not go to school and start her band. She's going to be a husky. Might she might be a husky? So you think? Uh, or yeah. Here's what I was thinking. I think Cat, since her name's Cat Strafford, and he got her the Fender Strat. I'm like, what's her stage name gonna be? It's gonna be like Cat Fender Stratford. The Strat Cat. There you go. Or just the Cat Strat Fender. Cat. But my thing is, are they in, in like the next? Are you saying within five months they're, they're broken up? I don't know. Distance. I mean, like up to this point, I haven't seen a lot of stability from them in these couple of weeks. <laughs> so, but that might be what let, lets them be like booty calls, even when they're not like together. I really don't know. I mean, I I think the most likely thing I see is JGL and Bianca get married right out of high school because she's pregnant with their second child. I think JGL and Bianca have uh have because they're starting as sophomores and. That means they're going to be have time to maybe plan a way to be at college together, and but uh, but you're right. Although even then, I think I think this is like every other relationship, which happens in high school. All of them will end, and when college begins, I think uh, JGL and Bianca would turn into most likely Kevin and Vicky. Oh yeah, low jobs all the time. Not ready for sex yet. Yeah, that the, they're Kevin and Vicky, and so. then and then eventually they do their first time with each other because you know don't want to do it with someone you don't know, and then and then go to college and go to college and then get married to some guy, some strange and guy. And then he realizes she was a bitch. I wasted my time on that, and she was pretty self centered and not super hot. And anyway. it, which is funny because that's how this whole thing starts with Bianca. So I could see that happening with JGL. He's a more sensitive. Yeah, I still, guy, and she's very interesting. I don't like the, the beginning of the movie. JGL like pining for her for no reason, and he's sitting there arguing. There's more to her than you think. It's like, how the fuck do you know? You just got school know? five minutes ago. <laughs> the only thing you just heard was the Prada conversation in the Whelmed Which, or whatever. Right, that should be enough <laughs> to make you walk away right there. Yeah, yeah. Once you I heard that, I'd be like, she's hot, and in your mind, you want to tell yourself she's a better person than other people think she is. You were thinking with your dick, sir. You were thinking with with your dick. dick. (laughs) Your dick was driving the ship, okay? (laughs) That's what's happening. It really, really was. In that particular instance. 
that's why when he says, you know, he says all those things, and Crumholtz mentions a thing about uh, Spank Bank or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> None of that. Oh, except for maybe that. Except for the spanking. <laughs> I still got to do that. Now, I want to say the ending of this movie, I kind of love the band on the roof ending. Layers I love that. And the outtakes, that if you watch. The outtakes, watch, too, yes. The yeah, outtakes. That's always good. nice. That's, that's always those nice. were good. The, the whole end with them on the roof. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. So, that's the movie. Would you be freaked out doing that? Uh, no. A whole video on the roof like that? Why? Just wondered. I just wondered. It's. I mean, there's railings. I am. There were. Unless there were stiff winds. I mean, it depends on the day. I mean, I wouldn't go up there if it's a 30-mile-an-hour gust. I mean, you got some stiff winds. You've also got, apparently, a helicopter hovering around them, too. Yeah, because they didn't have drones back have then. Drones People back don't understand. Then. That shot was not easy to get. Right. <laughs> that shot was and get it and get it still because people don't understand that's what makes drones so great is how still they are you yeah. know we watch these we watch old movies where they're they're like with the helicopter and you're and it's so shaky you're like what the fuck were they doing but that was what we thought was good back then <laughs> oh it's fucking crazy okay what's your uh what it's a true story true story what is your memorabilia man you know what time it is all right, so uh, uh, I could go a couple different different directions here. The Fender Strat would be pretty sweet. The Strat Cat. The pregnancy suit actually would be kind of cool. That one's that one's that one's good. The black panties. The ab roller. You know the ab roller. Yeah. Yes, that's not the roller. <laughs> that's the ab crunch. I think. Yeah. Or is it, it might be the, I don't remember. Yeah. I think actually, uh, I, I think I wouldn't go with the French book with the hole in it. That is a truly excellent item. That would be a cool I one would to agree. Play, I think. Because then if people recognize it, it's awesome. That's a good one. So that that one that one I do like. I, I think uh, that one I didn't even think of. That was a good one, man. Now you perplexed me. I did. But you know what? I would do what you want to do, obviously. I think it would be interesting, but I'd want them to sign it, the cast. Yeah. I'd want the 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 baby belly. The baby I'd belly. want the empathy. The empathy belly is what it called. One one other that would actually be really funny and cool because you could have it side by side are the Joey pictures with the black shirt and the white shirt. Oh, nah, I hate Joey so much. I don't want those. <laughs> that would be yeah, fun, that, yeah, that. just to have it's that. Not, it's not it. It's not that I wouldn't think it'd be cool. It's just that I don't want that. If I had to pick no. one thing, I wouldn't want it to be I mean, a Joey I, thing. I would want one labeled pensive, the other one thoughtful. Um, David Crumholtz motorcycle would be fun. Yeah, that's not that a motorcycle. Would... <laughs> it's not fucking motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's an enduro bike. It is a motorcycle. It's an off-road, on-road, oh, whatever. It's, it's called a, enduro. It's a fucking scooter. It's, it's not a scooter. It is a very low CC motorcycle. It's probably a 50 CC, but it's a motorcycle. It's a scooter. It is not a scooter. All right. Are you ready to rate this thing up? I'm ready. I'm first this time, right? Yes. I am. I know I am. I know I am. It's great. 10 things I hate about you. I can count the ways with Anthony, you know, 10 things I hate about him. I can count way more than 10. <laughs> Actually, it's not I a lot of things I hate about 10. many people. I can only count about two things I hate about Anthony. Yeah, that's about it. So, love you, buddy. Anyway, jealousy. 
But go ahead. This movie uh, came out in 1999. At that point, I was a little older. It's in my early 20s, I think. Yeah. And, you know, still was close enough to my high school I could get into it. I liked it. I really did. It wasn't like the other high school movies that were coming out. It wasn't a raunch fest. Uh, I didn't have to see bunches of pairs of uh, titties um, or people peeing on each other or any any other amount of gross-out humor that was the the thing at the time. So it was kind of nice and refreshing to have one that had a really good love story. Great actors, even though, like he said, you didn't really know it. But the thing I will say is after you saw this and then you saw some of the movies that came out after, you were like, oh, that makes sense because they were really good in that movie. Like Heath Ledger had The Patriot come out real shortly after this. Excellent movie. He's excellent. Was excellent in this. And then Julia Stiles is in The Bourne Identity. Uh, so like I said, there there was, uh, you knew there was talent there. And JGL, what do we have to say? Yeah, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt just is what he is. Uh, I mean, 500 Days of Summer, watch it. And Anyways. Like Verone, or not yeah. Verone. Joey is like the only one that whatever. Joey's the, the whatever. Uh, Crumholtz ends up doing numbers. Brilliant. But when you watch that, you know, you kind of could know that this was Joey, a good movie. Joey ends up being most of the cast of The Sandlot. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's uh, well, he, he invented the mini mall. Okay. So um, maybe Joey should have narrated this. It probably would have gotten better. Uh, but uh, but stuffing underwear. But this was, but this one was really good. Like I said, it has probably my favorite scene out of all these teen movies with the love band. I love the singing with the marching band. I think that was something you'd never seen before. Some of the other ones you've seen, some of the way they do, like similarities. But that was unique to me. And because of that, and it's a teen movie, I can't make it like super duper high. But I'm giving this one eighteen point five. It's okay. not a, it's not twenty. Like I mean, it's it's still a teen movie. It's not Dark Knight Rises, right? Like it's, but it's, it's yeah. some things I hate about you. But <laughs> it's a teen movie, so I mean that just depends on your thoughts on teen movies because you're only gonna score teen movies high if they're more serious movies. I think Breakfast Club is a way better movie than this. It's a more serious movie and a better one. Oh, good. But to me, this is an all-time banger. I think for teen movies, I think it's and I think it's something we really didn't even. I know that we mentioned it is they fucking killed the soundtrack for this. Oh yeah. That we talked about the last one we were talking about. Yeah. The soundtrack. Okay. Soundtrack's a 20, 22 probably. It's fucking awesome. And the fact that, like you said, I mean, the cast is outstanding except for Joey. It's, you know, it's got, it's, it's got its issues, but nothing that's like so bad in it like i mean i think you're nitpicking at some of the stuff you talked about because you do that but there's not yeah. stuff in here that you're like oh my god how could you get away with that you know whereas a lot of movies we've done we have to look at some of that stuff they're like take oh, that a serious look up. that is messed <laughs> up it doesn't have that so there's no squints trying to assault wendy peppercorn stuff going on in this you know all that this there's, it's a pie thing. It's a exactly exactly. It's a fantastic movie. It's not like I mean, it's it's not overly offensive. Depending on what you think of Club Skunk, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> but other than that, you know, having like the the band cameos, that's again another awesome thing in here. I give it a twenty one and a half. 
Wow. It's one of my favorite teams. Really high on these. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Fantastic. And good. I'm not going to yell at you for that because I understand where you're coming from there. I appreciate these kind of movies more than you do. So that makes sense. I wouldn't say that, but I definitely, I definitely would say that I appreciate them just differently. Like I could put them in their place different. Like, like you tend to build them up better than. Well, you just said, yeah, but you just said because it's a teen movie. Well, it's because it, it, so the subject matter is not as serious and there are better movies that take on more serious subject matter. Much higher. You see, and we've had this discussion before. When you're in high school, yes, that is serious subject matter. Well, you talk about Breakfast Club. Um, that one's brilliant, and it still has humor in it, but it also yeah. gets pretty serious. So right. to me, that's like the great balance, right? That's a perfect teen movie to me. And this is a fantastic one as well. I, I would say, yeah. Like, like if it's you're saying top five ever, I think this is one. Breakfast Club, super bad. Like you're talking about teen movies that are like the best. You've got three very different types of movies right there too. But they're all brilliant for their own. This is more like, this is your safer side of how to do a teen comedy. Yes, this is much safer. That's what I say. There's no titties. There's no, (laughs) there's no webcam. Right. Sex weirdness going on. At the same time, you've got... Underage drinking, smoking, switchblades, fighting, going through a window. You've got some shit going on. There is a switchblades in the... There's a switchblade in the Breakfast Club. And there's a switchblade in Breakfast Club. Yes. Yeah. But it was, it was uh, as a threat to a person. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not a dead frog. Not a so, frog. Yeah. So anyways, that's, this movie's great. What, is the, what does that put it? What's the score? Oh, uh, We're at a 20. A 20? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's that's a little high, but so what is it? American Pie eighteen, which you just mentioned eighteen point two five. Yeah, that one's not because, that good because you gave it a twelve and a half. It's not good, not compared to this movie. Uh, this movie's way better than that movie. Sixteen, I could candles. watch this one over and over again. I just watched this a second time. Sixteen candles, sixteen. Yeah, and you only gave that a half point up. You gave sixteen candles a nineteen. Yeah. So let's see. Do we got any more? It's classic. These two movies are like the classics. Like, mm-hmm. like when you go back and you think of classic scenes, there's, you know, these movies have them. Let's see here. House Party. No. Nope. Chills, chills in it, so I got to throw that one in. 15.25. Yeah. Um, Fast Times, 21 and a half. That's classic. It created the mold at which these are all made, kind of ensemble cast um although that one you know i would have to say what's funny about fast times is that it's more like it's almost more similar to uh pulp fiction how it jumps around but 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 it does it chronologically but it but it jumps around like that to different types of characters and different sets of people Um, so i'd say that that you only gave fast times in 19 it's a great movie that's that's a lot of that's a lot for that movie let's see Encino Man, 17.25. Yeah, it's it's good, but not great. Mean Girls, 16. I wasn't much of a fan of that one. Would I give that a 14? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Heathers, 17.5. I 
I gave that one a types 14 of or 13. Pretty in pink, 13 and a half. That's a bad one. I mean, John Hughes is great, but yeah, that one was just, there's 24 scenes, but as a movie, it just wasn't that good. It was I as above a little bit above average because of the cast. So yeah. Clueless, 17.25 because you hammered it because you're a dick. Well, I wasn't a fan. Sorry. But yeah, so I gave this a 21 and a half. I gave Clueless a 21. So, and that's actually. This is a better movie than Clueless. I think, yeah, I'd have to go with this over that. So, I would watch this movie over that one every day. We got Varsity Blues at 19.25. Yeah. So I didn't give that as high as you did. Yeah, you did. You gave eight. Well, you gave it 18 and a half, just like this. Okay. I gave it a 20. You gave it. Yeah, I I didn't give it as high as you. I gave this higher. So, because you can only go, that's a serious movie, I think, but it's also, it's a funny too. There's a lot of ridiculous stuff in it. So yeah. Whipped cream bikinis. Uh, that's always me, fun. Can't buy me love, which I find interesting given that it is similar to this, where it revolves around paying money for women. Uh, 17.5. Yeah. But it had some problems. Right. And yeah, well, that's, what that's I said. The, this is the safer movie. Ten Things yeah. is the safer movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten Things is like much safer. The only part that is um, the least safe about this movie was the the flashing scene. <laughs> flashing a teacher. It's kind of... Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, that's I'm, good. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm a dick right now. Julia Stiles, does it really count, does it really count as flashing? Oh, now don't shame a woman for her. Probably like Joey showing us his dick. (laughs) I'm sure she has nice, pert little breasts. Don't don't be mean. Anyways, that's it. So that's what you get. That's what we think of movies. And that's where they're at. (laughs) And we would like to thank you for listening and giving us your time. And don't forget to check out all our shit. Like I said, Google us. We're everywhere. That's about it. Anything else from you? Thank you for listening. Please keep listening and tell your friends to listen because we want them to want us. We want you to want me. Well, you already, they already do. If you're listening, you already do. So I want you to want me like letters to Cleo. Exactly. Yeah.
Hi, it's Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules here to tell you guys about Factor. It's my one-stop shop for nutritious, fully prepared meals, which means there's no grocery shopping, no meal planning, and no cooking required. They have tons of options to choose from every week. Factor is like having a personal chef, but without the wait. It only takes two minutes to heat and eat. Plus, all their meals are fresh, never frozen. Visit factormeals.com slash Shea40 for 40% off your first order.